All the questions change. It's me, it's me, it's me. I'm doing this way too often, aren't I? Yes, it's uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this is just the right amount. Maybe taking an 11-month break and then doing four podcasts in the course of about a week and a half. Maybe that's my pace. In fact, let's just say that is my pace because it is what it is, isn't it? So I don't know if you notice the difference uh, in my voice. I I can't tell um, uh, because I haven't listened to the recording yet since I'm in the process of recording this. But today I decided to be all professional and shit and uh, use my good microphone. And I remembered why I went away from using my good microphone for a while because it took me about as much time to set up my microphone as it normally has been taking me to do an entire podcast episode. Because unlike when I first started doing this and I got serious about it, and that's a mistake, isn't it, to get too serious about things? I mean, seriously. But when I first started getting serious about this, I got uh, this little box, this little gadget, this doohickey, to get technical with you. It's called an iRig, and it, it, uh, it's an amplifier, basically. It, it, it allowed me to hook up my good microphone, my Sennheiser, for any gearheads out there. I've got a Sennheiser microphone, the kind that you normally would use on stage, or in this case, for doing uh, professional recordings. So I got this uh, gadget uh, that allows me to hook it up into my iPhone. And I've also got this nice app, Boss Jock. For my avid three and a half listeners, you will remember Boss Jock perhaps from last year when I was talking about it. It's it's a good app. It allows me to uh, do what you heard in the beginning of this of this episode, and of every episode. It allowed me to uh, allows me to um, mix in music, which I just I don't do much of. I do it at the beginning and at the end, but it's something. It allows me to do music and mix it in, but more importantly, it allows me to talk and it records uh, very easily. It's just push a button and you're recording, right? Okay, so that's nothing new. But the part that I got away from was the part where I've got to set up my microphone because I don't have a permanent like studio space in my apartment or a permanent studio space outside of my apartment. So every time I do set up for this and get my mic stand and hook up the cable and plug it into the iPhone and uh, check the levels, and it, it, I know it may not sound like much, but uh, it, it took me maybe 10 or 15 minutes to do that. And I'd really lately just been doing podcast episodes that aren't much longer than that. And also, I guess one of the reasons I went away from the 
professional microphone is, uh, I thought, is it really worth it? Sure, it, it sounds different. It does sound more professional, but really, who gives a fuck? Ding, 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 ding. There's my explicit tag. I, I Every episode, whether I like to or not, or whether I need to or not, I do need to use some vulgar language just to make sure that the explicit tag on my podcast that I upload and uh, connect that I upload to my site and then uh, also tell iTunes about it. Uh, iTunes has this uh, tag that, you know, where you let people know if you got any explicit shit going on. So there you go. I'd hate to, you know, tag my, just by default, unconditionally, I tag my podcasts as explicit. And uh, so, you know, I'd, when I uh, when I uh, modify the XML file, here we go for the geeks in the audience, I modify the file that uh, points to my podcast, and uh, I don't want to change it every time to say whether it's explicit or not. Let's just say by default, it is. But the main reason I tag my stuff explicit is because I don't want to censor myself. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, I just don't want to censor myself. You know, that's just the way it is. So there's that. But why am I really babbling today? It's because of what I'd been talking about, what's brought me to the microphone more frequently over the last week and a half or so. It's because of the audition that I had to be the voice of Jack, the new voice of Jack from Jack in the Box. There had been a guy who was doing it for 20 years, and I looked it up on Wikipedia and various other sources on Google and to find out what happened, why he's not doing it anymore, and it's just basically in a nutshell. They, they've severed ties. He, uh, the guy who was doing the voice, and God, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, you can Google it. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. But his name, uh, he was doing it. For, he created the character, and he'd been doing it for a lot of years, and he wasn't just the voice of Jack. He was also the guy who was instrumental in doing the the campaign with that big-headed, big white-headed guy uh, doing the voice of Jack in the Box for all those years. He was not actually in the costume. A variety of random people were in the costume acting out the physical stuff for the uh, Jack character. But there was one guy behind the scenes doing the voice of Jack for 20 years, and one thing leads to another. There you know, various political things, I guess, in the background. The, or, the uh, advertising agency that was handling the campaign is no longer handling the campaign, so now they're, rather than just totally abandoning this character that's been around for 20 years, uh, Jack in the Box decided they're going to find as close of a voice match as they can. A voice and attitude match, as the casting call said. So, um, I saw that casting call and I submitted for it. Uh, for the for my three and a half uh, loyal fans who've listened to the last few podcasts, you know that. For anybody who's just randomly tuning into this for the first time now, you know that. So I submitted, and in a nutshell, that was uh, about two weeks ago. A little over two weeks ago that I submitted. 
And then they had me do an audition. That audition was uh, online, which was great because it saved me several hours of driving to and from Hollywood. And then the callback that I got uh, called in for in person was uh, Tuesday 11 days ago, and I counted on my fingers to make sure I got that right. Today is a Saturday. I did the audition on a Tuesday, two Tuesdays ago. So I think it's pretty safe to assume at this point that I am not going to be the new voice of Jack. In the box. Jack. Open Perrin. In the box. Close Perrin. Pretty safe to assume. I mean, I don't know. They... The people uh, at the agent at the advertising agency and or at Jack in the Box could be dragging their feet. They might be asking everybody who works at Jack in the Box what they think. You know, that could take a while. But more likely, they have gone in another direction, as they say. And it's not going to be me. Which is fine. I mean, it, I'm in the same position I was two weeks ago. Not being the voice of Jack. Two weeks ago, I was not the voice of Jack in the Box, and right now, I'm also not the voice of Jack in the Box. And unless a miracle happens, and they actually are really dragging their feet and taking a long time to decide, uh, uh, that's not going to change. That status is not going to change anytime soon. So in the meantime, in the what had happened between two weeks ago and now, as I rode a, I rode a little emotional roller coaster of my own making because you know all of our emotional roller coasters are are of our own making hey there's some words there r a r e and o u r our all of our emotional roaster ro- roaster coasters yeah let's i just let's do a roaster coaster is that like a cooking cooking chicken on a vehicle of some sort, a roaster coaster. Oh, I'm stretching. <laughs> I'm stretching. I'm not really stretching. I, I don't feel like I'm stretching. I'm looking down now. It's ten and a half minutes I've been recording. And, and uh, unlike a, a couple of times when I'd done this, when I first started out, I'd set, put some pressure on myself to, to record for an hour. And uh, then after a while, I, I started not enjoying that. And then I... I just said, screw it, I'm just going to record however long I feel like it. I did a few episodes where I even threw some music in just because I felt like that. So then I realized, oh yeah, this is my thing. I can do it for as ever long, for as long as I want to, or I can not do it at all. Which, you know, has been the majority of my life, not doing this. <laughs> and then when I feel like doing it, I'll do it. So I'm doing it. And the main reason that I got my butt, my butt in the direction of this microphone today was to talk about the fact that, yes, indeed, it's safe to assume that I am not going to be the new voice of Jack in the Box. So here I am. Is there anything more to say about that? I guess only that uh, something that we knew. Oh, I'm going to move. I'm going to do something that might cause some noise here. Move in the mic stand. It's drifting down a bit. Okay. Anything to say? Any lessons to learn? Anything to say looking back before I maybe take another 11-month hiatus from doing this podcast? I don't know. 
I don't know if there's a lesson to learn other than um, to say that time, uh, time usually takes care of stuff. Because at some point in the last couple of weeks, I was, uh, like I said, I had the emotional roller coaster, not the roaster coaster. Where, you know, at first, um, and again, I'll just recap quickly for those of you who, those of you who have not been listening. I, I went to the audition, felt like it went well. I felt, you know, like I did as good a job as I could have. Got some good feedback from the casting director, although I understand I take that with a grain of salt because they're, you know, most likely just being polite. They're not going to say, ooh, you sucked, you know. They're, but but I, it felt good. You know, I've been doing this for a while, this being going out on auditions for the last 10 years. So, you know, I, I felt good. I didn't leave anything on the table. I didn't drive away thinking, oh, shit, I should have done this. I should have done that. It just, it, it was fine, okay? I did what I did. I prepared, I went in there, and I did what I did, okay? Okay, well, whether you think it's okay or not, it's okay. That's how it happened. So, um, in the immediate aftermath, I did what the conventional wisdom says. I put a cap on my emotions. I didn't want to feel excitement or anger or anything at all. You're supposed to. You are supposed to. Now, there's my red flag a lot of times personally when I hear should or supposed to. I, I question that. But it's actually, it turns out to be, it is a good bit of advice. You can drive yourself crazy if you leave every audition just wondering what the hell. What the hell, man? I hope the phone rings. I hope the phone rings. Okay, so I put the cap on it. Then shortly thereafter, I realized, I thought, hey, wait a second, I want, I, I want to allow myself to feel some of the excitement because this is a big deal. I've never been up for something this big. I've never been this close to something this big, something that could potentially last for years. And then a number of days went by and I felt exhausted because I was thinking about it all the fucking time and I wasn't allowing myself to, fo- allowing myself to focus on my life, the rest of my life. Because this is part of my life. Acting, going out on auditions, it's part of my life. So to say that thinking about the audition wasn't allowing me to focus on my life, that's kind of a weird thing to say since auditioning is a part of my life, right? What it wasn't allowing me to do was focus on my job and hanging out with my son and all that. So, okay. Then what happened? So I got first I put a cap on it, then I got excited, and then, uh, and then I realized, you know, I got to just let this go. I got to go back to conventional wisdom and let it go, so that happened. And then I thought, well, I really wasn't letting it go, although blah, 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 blah. What happens? Days go by, and I'm just not thinking about it as much anymore. Occasionally pops into my head, but the realization starts sinking in that they're probably, the phone is probably not going to ring. So time took care of it. I wasn't able to totally let it go on my own and pull some kind of magic trick where uh, I stopped thinking about it. In fact, that, isn't that one of those things where it's the pink elephant or purple elephant or whatever the hell it is? You make something up. It's a, it's a green cat. You know, somebody says to you, don't think about a green cat. And what's, of course, you're going to think about a green cat. It's the way our brains work. The more you try not to think about something, you're, you're going to just be obsessing about it and thinking about it. But here I am now on a Saturday and back to just being myself, taking a break from work, you know, from my day job, 
enjoying myself, not thinking much about that voice of Jack thing anymore. Because, you know, at this point, the only thing I'm thinking about is that I'm talking about it now. Just kind of looking at it in the rearview mirror and going, well, that was fun. Let me put a little bow on that package and say, that was fun. That came and went. Didn't get that big opportunity. Well, I got the opportunity, but I didn't get the big payoff at the end. And okay, fine. I'm still glad I did it. Just like with all of this, it's all about experiences, man. You know what, man? You can say, you know, I can just sit in my house and be safe and secure and just not do a damn thing, not risk anything, not risk my emotions, not risk my time or my money and just and just sit and just complain about the world and how terrible it is and how terrible, terrible my life is and nothing good ever happens to me and then not do anything about it. I could do that. <laughs> or, or I could get out and try stuff. Sometimes get it, sometimes not. But the main thing about it is being in the arena is fun. And while I don't do it as much as I used to, that's also, that's just a personal choice. I just, you know, there's only so much effort that I care to, uh, what is the word? Exert. There you go. And, and I'm doing it. And I'm giving it a shot. I keep checking the, uh, the message, the message boards, the casting calls, the help wanted, acting help wanted signs, checking those every day. But not in an obsessive way. I mean, it doesn't really take much effort. I get email alerts telling me when there's stuff that f- might fit my age range and whatever other attributes I have set at the Actors Access website that would trigger an email to be sent to me. So it doesn't really take a lot of effort. I pay attention when I see something that relates to me and that I th- would think would be worth the drive up to Hollywood. I, I, I submit to it. Occasionally, I actually get an audition, and even less occasionally, I get a callback, and even less, less occasionally, like once every 10 years, I get really close to something like being the spokesperson for a major fast food brand. So that now is in the rearview mirror, and here I am, sitting in my underwear, on the bed, with my professional microphone in my iPhone, in my Boss Jock app recorder. Getting ready to wind this thing up, I think, because I really don't have any other topics to talk about. I sure as hell don't want to talk about politics. How weird is that shit? I mean, politics has always been something that's kind of annoyed me anyway, and now these days, holy fuckaroli. I just don't even want to get into that. Just weird as shit. But even that, I guess what I will say about that, though, is I have been uh, successfully, uh, for the most part, able to say, you know what? I'm just going to look around me as I'm doing right now, look at the walls, look at the light coming into the room, look at my hand, my fingers, remind myself that those are the things that are a reality. Those are the things that I'm really facing. Those are the things that I might have some control over, maybe. And all this other crap is like, you know, whatever. It's just a bunch of crap. Like I said, I don't want to get into it. So... For those of you three and a half loyal fans that are listening now, thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, which might be a couple days or it might be 11 months or 11 years, uh, talk to you later. This has been 
and will continue to be Joe. On and off the microphone, I will continue to be Joe. Just when I have all the answers, all the questions change. One day the world looks so normal, next it looks so strange. Looking over the ocean on a sunny day. I'd like to stay here forever, it would be okay. Do-do-do.